Welcome everyone to the Chat Footy Podcast. This is episode 26 and I'm joined by my co-host Ben. Welcome Ben. Yeah, welcome me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been another good weekend for us. No, oh, it has. So a good week. Good week. It has. We started off the weekend as the first game, so it's a 12.30 kickoff, which I'm never quite sure about. I just... You watch the games and I'm just never sure whether the players are going to have woken up. I've seen some really dire, slow, lethargic performances on these these early day kickoffs. But actually, uh, in this game, we were, we were on it pretty much from the start, I thought. Yeah, no, I, thought we were, I thought we played really well, actually. I thought we played within ourselves a little bit as well. I don't think... Uh, I think we had an extra gear, which was the good thing for me. Um, but I... I quite like the early kickoffs. if you win it just makes your weekend doesn't it and just start sitting back with a cigar out while everyone else has got to play it's great <laughs> it's a great position to be in if you lose it's a nightmare but um yeah i was really hoping we win because i really wanted to watch the chelsea game and kind of enjoy it which i wouldn't have done if we hadn't won um yeah especially especially with that result if we hadn't won that would have, that would have been massively frustrating so yeah it was a great day and yeah like i said i thought we played first off was I thought we, and we just bossed the ball. We didn't create much really to the goal, but when Eddie Howe's kicking off about it, saying it changed the game, I think we'd have won anyway because I just thought we played second half especially. We tore them to pieces at times, and Steve Cook had an absolute nightmare. Yeah, he didn't have his best game, did he? <laughs> That's an understatement. Yeah, <laughs> being diplomatic there. I mean, um, he could have he could have been sent off, I think, as well, didn't he? So for for Salah's second. Did he get booked for that? Because I thought that was an awful challenge. He's raked him right down the back of the Achilles. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't see him get a booking for that. But uh, I think the ref probably felt sorry for him after Mo skinned him. <laughs> he was great though. Mo, he looked, he looked right on it. I don't know why he looked so grumpy with every goal he scored, but um, he did, didn't he? I, I think so. So for me, I mean, when the when that first goal went in, and you know Eddie Howe's making a big deal about it. I mean, it's it's in all right when you freeze frame it and you bring out the old computer-generated white line. Are you, okay, you can see he's just in front of the defenders. He wasn't miles off though, was he? No, I mean it, there was no hard. daylight. Do, do you remember that? With the offside rule, they used to say there has to be daylight. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem to exist anymore. It's just like if you're if you're marginally in front of the defenders, that's it. You're offside. But it used to be that there should be daylight between the attacker and defender, yeah. not I mean, just if you're uh, you know a nose ahead of them. Yeah, I mean for him to sort of make out, he's almost making out they only lost like that because of that decision. I thought that was rubbish. I think I just thought we had, we, like I said, we. We looked very comf- comfortable, and we looked like we could have stepped it up a gear if we wanted to. Um, and I just thought Fabinho again was great. He's really—he just looks a player to me. Um, like I think he's got to start more often than not. He just looks so—he just thought he's got—he's got everything. He, he holds that position. He's great. He's got long legs, great tackle, good awareness, and he carries he's a the ball. Specimen, isn't he? And if you look at the way he pings the ball about, somebody's long-range passing is really good as well, and he can carry the ball. He's got he's an all-round kind of midfielder, and I just think he just looks so comfortable there. And it's great because he played almost as a one, I suppose, as the six, didn't he? He didn't have two sixes in the team, I don't think, in that formation. 
as much. So yeah, but but you did have Wijnaldum playing there at the, yeah, you know, in midfield because he's a bundle of energy. But um, just generally the sort of quality he brings, I, I just really like him in there. And I think for me, it's a bit con- as much as I like Henderson, I think I'd rather have him in there ahead of Henderson at the moment. Ah, uh, 100%. The way Henderson's playing at the moment. I mean, yeah, you're you're a bigger fan of Henderson than I am, aren't you? Yeah, I do. I am a fan of his. I think he, I don't know why people seem to not like him as much, but um, yeah, he's not playing brilliantly. So at the moment, I wouldn't have him starting. Um, so in the European game, I'd like to see I'd like to see Cater playing as well because I just think he's he just looks so dynamic, and he gives he just gives us that bit more thrust from midfield which I don't think if, if the Ox isn't playing I think we haven't really got that I mean if you think those three who played against um, PSG and how not static but it just what well, there's just no just, just workman like yeah well exactly that's what that's the sort of phrase I was looking for and I think with the, you've got Cater in there he can do the lot and he just looks when he, he looks so explosive he's, he just looks such a talent and he's only going to get better so it was all it was all good I think with Cater and with Fabino, I think there's a lot more to come from them. Oh, loads. I mean, they've not even got going yet. Yeah. That's the I th- thing about it. I think Fabino, in in particular, he looks like he has everything, but then he he'll make a, a stray pass here and there. For me, I, I think there's a lot more to come from him. I thought Wijnaldum had one of his worst games that I'd seen for a while. Um, seemed to keep getting caught on the ball just I noticed that yeah yeah, a little bit slower than normal so I, I don't know if he's carrying a little knock or something because a lot of them a lot of the footballers are carrying you know some kind of injury at any time aren't they but yeah. I think yeah. with him as well he's played pretty much every game isn't he he's had a good yeah. rest but he's had such a good season and he's he just he's one of those sort of unnoticed players but what what surprised me about him when we bought him I just I didn't really understand why we bought him to start with but I didn't see him as that real bundle of energy. He's got blistering pace and he gets around the pitch so quickly. I didn't ever see him as that sort of player. So fair play to Klopp for sort of developing him to that role. But I think he's so important, especially in the big games. He always seems to come up with a great performance in a big game. Yeah. Which is what no, he's... he's a real big game player. And I think we're going to need him on Tuesday. I think he's got, I would keep that midfield three, to be honest. As it, yeah. as it is again, Cater, Fabinho and um, Juan Alden. Yeah, I think that's uh, and Shakiri. Yeah, I mean he's been brilliant, hasn't he? I told you. Yeah, bit of a gamble <laughs> at thirteen million. Yeah. Huge gamble. <laughs> but yes, what was great yesterday? He just kept picking little pockets of space, and he was dinking these balls over, and they they were all so accurate. It was excellent, really good. Yeah, yeah. He, he, there was one in particular. I remember he just sprayed it out to uh, and- Andrew Robertson and. Who just pinged it in, and then yeah. I think Salah almost got on the end of it in the first half. I think that was at nil-nil as well. And uh, yeah, yeah he, was, he was just he's he's a bit mad as well, isn't he, Shakiri? And I, I never noticed that about him before, but just the way he kind of reacts and and looks, he, he just I like him. <laughs> I do. I like him a lot. He's kind of done what I hoped he'd do in that as he's moved to a better team with better players, he's kind of thrived and not shrunk which is kind of what I hoped he'd do because he's got a great pedigree and I just I was convinced if he had better players around him he'd really really up his game and that's kind of what he's doing and I think what I noticed yesterday as well he tracked back a lot and he really worked hard he didn't just that's the bit that I 
I'm pleasantly surprised about his work Gary rate. Neville, uh, Gary Neville said he won't, you know, you watch when he's standing around not doing anything and he's just proved him massively wrong. So Yeah, far. which so is a, just a bonus, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, the very you, it's the very least you expect though, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, so uh, I, I must admit I was a bit nervous at 1-0 though. I thought the goal did come out of nothing. We didn't have loads of chances before that. I thought no, the way Salah put right it away time. made it look easy, didn't they? Yeah. We scored at the right time. I think that pretty much killed them off. I was, yeah. dis I was disappointed by them, though. I've got to be honest. I know Wilson wasn't playing, but I, I really thought they'd cause us some problems and they just didn't at all. They really yeah. didn't. Yeah. One, one save in the first half Alisson made, but um, other than that, they didn't really do anything. They just they couldn't get the ball off us. So. Yeah. But I mean, like you say, Salah back on it. Yeah, you know, yeah. apparently he's he's having a you know a poor season in comparison to the last one, but he still racks it up on the old statistics, doesn't he? You know, gets plenty of assists, plenty of uh, plenty of goals as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's looking good. He's hitting form at the right time, just as, and we are as well. The last few performances have been really good. Yeah, one that was a. I was sort of worried about that game, especially at one 0 but. We ground that out. That was really... We've just shown a different side, haven't we? We can ground, ground results out, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, my favourite bit in that whole game was when Alisson came out and he headed that ball and completely <laughs> cleared out the Bournemouth guy in front of him. But, I mean, <laughs> what a leap as well. <laughs> that, was a, that was a John Terry sort of leap, that one, wasn't it? He got way up into the air. It was <laughs> ludicrous. I mean, he could have caught it. It wasn't a bat pass. I think he just thought, oh, maybe it is, maybe it's not. But I know, I'm just, I'm just going to clatter this guy. And he just went steaming into him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy is just, oh, what a player. It's, it's been a long time, hasn't it, since we've had a genuine class yep. keeper. And it's so refreshing. I'd say Pepperoni was close, but I think I don't think he was quite world class. He was a great player, but I think he always had a little mistake in him, maybe. But I'm not saying Alisson doesn't because he had that ruck at Leicester, but he just looks so confident. I mean, that against Burnley where he just made that save and he just thought, hold on, we've got a counter attack on here, and he just pinged it out. It was super. Yeah, cool. yeah. And he just looks so confident and he's just a presence, isn't he? I mean, that header, like, yeah. it was ludicrous. Yeah, so, um, yeah but, good, but obviously getting the getting the three points there put us top of the league um, for a few hours at least, and then we managed to just sit back and enjoy a couple of the other title rivals hammer it out. And so, what do you reckon to that one? Well, I thought Chelsea were incredibly lucky to go in one goal up. They got they got murdered to be honest in the first half. They cleared yeah. the ball off, but second half they were excellent. They really were. And what was noticeable was that they really went for the throat a bit. And I thought Man City struggled a little bit with that. So I'm hoping, I mean, it's easy to say, but I just think if people really go a bit more out and out attack against Man City, you'll cause them some problems because they looked uncomfortable. Yeah. But teams don't attack them enough. They don't get the chance to attack them. Um, they don't get the ball. No, they don't. <laughs> it's true, they don't. I mean, Chelsea couldn't get it in the first half at all. They got absolutely, they got mullered by Man City in the first half. But second half, they did really, really well. And uh, I just hope it sows that little seed of doubt because they've, they've just looked so invincible. And all of a sudden, 2 0 win, a few little cracks. Um, all right, they didn't have De Bruyne or Aguero. But yeah, they are 
you know, they're beatable. That's pretty, oh, Leon have done it in Europe, haven't they? They've drawn with them and beaten them. So it's just, yeah, it, it's hard because you, like you said, you've got to get the ball, but when you do it, you, there's no point trying to contain them because you know they're going to score center out. You might as well have a little go at them. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting. We've got some it's, tough games coming up, so I don't know how long we'll be top, but yeah, I mean, we we are we are three games away from being halfway through the league season. And I don't think City can play any better than what they've played. And like you say, in the first half, I mean, how they didn't go go in, you know, two or three up is, is beyond me. It was just one of those games for them, wasn't it? Yeah. Whereas I, I genuinely think we've not really played well yet. We've no. just been getting the results. Yeah, we've been really resilient and we've found a way. I think Klopp's sort of realised you can't, go gung-ho every game and win a league you can't um, and I think now he's got that defensive solidarity he doesn't need to I think because now you sort of feel more confident we'll see out a game 1-0 or something I never used to be you mm-hmm. just knew we'd always let in a daft goal but I wasn't confident at 3-0 <laughs> well no I never I mean I'll be 4 before I chill out because um, we've just seen it, seen it all before haven't we but yeah, I just think if you look back to like when we were drawing with Seville after being 3 0 up to now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, you can't underestimate. I mean, you expect quality when you spend that amount of money on a goalkeeper and a defender, but they've just been, they've just sort of surpassed all my expectations. And even Gomez as well. I mean, I, I, I said at the start of the season, I hope Gomez plays centre back, but I didn't think he'd be a, as much of a revelation as he has been. It's been amazing. Yeah. He's going to be a miss. Such a shame, isn't it? He's he's got injured there. It but, is. Uh, I thought Matic played well yesterday, actually. It, think, for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and I think that's probably the Van Dyke effect. I think Van Dyke just—I mean, Lovren looked good with him as well when they played last season. I just think he brings that out, doesn't he? Because he's so calm. Yeah, yeah. Back. I just think that transmits to the rest of the defence. So hopefully I think, we can just get through it without Gomez, and he'll be back um, in the new year. I think again the the goalkeeper though you know when yep. when you're playing and you've got Carrius or Mignolet behind you you're oh, always a bit like nervous a, <laughs> it's like a bad dream to think well yeah Carrius isn't we I mean it's just insane you look back on that and think how have we gone from him it's like from the some ridiculous to sublime isn't it I mean yeah yeah, yeah. it's Carrius and he, but I, he just he never looked good enough did he really no no and now, I mean, he, he he came with you know this this reputation that he played in. Uh, he, he'd got Player of the Season and he or, or second goalkeeper, second best goalkeeper in the Bundesliga, yeah. and so we 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 were always hopeful of of ever seeing that. But um, they must have some shocking keepers. <laughs> it's like that that fella at Arsenal, Bernd Lino. I think he looks pretty ropey. Yeah, yeah. Rest at all with him. And he's another one with a big reputation. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think yeah. you spend 12, 13, 14 million on a, on a goalkeeper. Or we spent, what, 5 million on carriers. You sort of get what you pay for, I think. I think there's a lot of that, isn't there? I mean, yeah. I mean, I could say Andrew Robertson, though. You know, oh. it sort of just defies belief how much he costs. But I, it's more the rule, isn't it, that you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um and like I've said before, if if a striker's worth of top quality good strikers, 80, 90, 100 million, for me, a goalkeeper is 
just as important. So I don't, I never had a problem with the transfer fee. I think that's a going rate for a top quality goalkeeper because it's one of the most. There's not many of them out there, are there? Let's face it. Well, look at look at the difference that De Gea's had over the years for United. I mean, how many points has he won for them? Yeah. Not that's just through the, the fantastic saves, but the presence as well. And like people were having a go at him for the for the goal he conceded against Arsenal, you know, the one where he's tried to catch it. Yeah. Then he but, kept him in the game because he made at least two or three amazing saves. Yeah, so I, I, I people are going on about him not being as good, but I, I still think he's quality. It still makes a big difference. He's my, I said to you, in the week didn't I he's my barometer so like when Alisson made that save against um, Everton yeah yeah, I, yeah. Said, I said that's a De Gea save yeah that's how that's how I mean I'm as annoying as I find De Gea he does my head in but that's how good he is <laughs> he always has a blinder against us doesn't he yeah 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 but I, I, I straight away thought that is a, or Schmeichel that is a save one of those keepers would have made I'd never ever thought about any of our keepers apart from Pepe Reina as the last one that would make a save like that I just, you just didn't see it and and Rayner had a few dodgy seasons before he he really yeah, hit four didn't he yeah absolutely and Alisson's only just turned 26 which is kind of frightening really yeah keepers aren't normally any good to their sort of in their early 30s really so <laughs> it's awesome yeah, hopefully, hopefully he still carries on. So we should mention about so United did yeah, finally. We should, uh, we should mention them. Congratulations on cementing top eight. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I think I said at the the start of the season, didn't I? They've still got enough quality mm. to be up there. Um, and and actually on the on the last podcast episode, I, I did say someone is going to get a paste in from from them. They've yeah. got too many talented players and Fulham do seem like that sort of side who'll just oh, turn yeah. up and go, hello. <laughs> and sure enough, you know, they've done them sort of 4-1 there. But I mean, if they were a chocolate bar, they'd be a Cadbury's flake, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, but uh, didn't you tip them that they might do, might do all right? I, I said they'd go down and I think, yeah, like, You'd said about how many players they bought, and yeah. well, <laughs> they bought some good ones in. But the problem is, they didn't really buy any good defenders. So yeah, <laughs> for me, it's so score. difficult when you just. I mean, I I never quite understood why Chelsea got rid of that Shorey. I I quite like him. I think he's pretty good. But yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad. Yeah, even like I mean, Sessegnon comes with a, a big reputation, yeah. but they play him further up the field now, don't they? So he's more of an auxiliary winger than a. A defender, but I just base that on them spending ninety million quid. Yeah, but like you say, it's always a gamble, isn't it? When you get so many new players in, you yeah. know how are they going to gel? How are they going to not just on the pitch but off the pitch? Yeah. So, but you're right. Yeah. You're right. Perfect opposition for United, and of course, I'm pretty sure their fans won't be fooled by hammering a team as poor as that defensively. You say that. Well, I I do think you know the the delusion of uh, all right we're on we're, we're on our way now. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what? There was a I don't know if you read it. There's a great bit on the BBC this week about them, and it was kind of and it, it it was kind of true. It was kind of like why why aren't their fans kicking off about this terrible situation they're in? They just don't seem bothered. It's almost like they've accepted that they're now mediocre and they can't even be bothered to kick off about it. It's really odd. I mean, there's no protest. There's no 
Jose out, there's no sack the board, nothing. It's just like they've accepted that they're just very, very average all of a sudden. I find that really, it's a, it was a really good article and I kind of thought, yeah, it's a really good point. They just don't seem that fussed. I think part of it is, you know, it's, it's not happened overnight, has it? So, well, no, I guess I, you're right. It's a few years in the making, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I still maintain, I'm sure I must have said this, 10 times on this podcast already but David Moyes' greatest achievement was convincing everyone at Everton and the fans the club that they just had no chance of doing anything ever that was his greatest achievement (laughs) and so by finishing fifth and fourth one year you know was a massive massive achievement whereas I don't think it was you know but that's that's what he did so he he lowered everyone's expectations and then when he came in at United he didn't do quite as good a job but he did a decent job of lowering everyone's expectations and then you know Van Gaal you know did it a bit more and now they're still convinced they've got you know the old the special one Jose Mourinho when he first came to Chelsea I think they still think he's there Whereas I, I saw a great comment that um, that was suggesting, oh, who was it now? It might have been Kevin Kilban or someone, uh, and said, you know, Jose just looks burned out. He, yeah. If you look at Pep Guardiola, he took time off in between, you know, going finishing up at Barcelona and going to Bayern Munich to recharge and stuff. I yeah. think Mourinho probably probably would benefit from that. I don't think he'll ever do something like that, but I, I agree. I think he wouldn't do it because of his age, and I think he probably would would think after this whole what is a bit of a debacle, isn't it, that he wouldn't get another job at that level. Yeah, yeah. Unless he went to, I don't know where would he go now. I don't know. I don't think any any top top club would want him now. I don't think. Well, I I, I think I think someone would. But if you look at it, you know, everyone's looking at what he's done in the past. That second stint at Chelsea, they had an awful season. And then, you know, they won the league the year after he'd gone. <coughs> That's true, actually, yeah. Which seems inexplicable, but yeah. I, don't, I mean, you know, he's come out again this week and he made a little dig about Liverpool spending. Oh, we can't, what do you say? We can't compete. If Liverpool and Man City keep spending the money they're spending, I was like, oh, "What? Hold on a minute!" <laughs> I mean, he actually did say that. Oh. Uh, no, no, he, and he keeps saying it. He's, he's not said it just once. He keeps coming out with it. But I think the the I mean the, the thing is, some people will believe it as well, won't they? Yeah, well, that, that's yeah. Then you, you read the cold hard facts, and it's like, "Wow, well, hold on a minute, mate." The he thing is, he has to deal with these bargain basements like Pogba and yeah. Lukaku that he's just... He's got, he's got a 50-odd million player in Fred that he doesn't even pick. <laughs> <laughs> and then and he, then he calls out Baye for who costs 30-odd million, Lindelof who costs whatever. I know everyone's now... Everyone, that's how low their stands are. Everyone's raving about Lindelof now, like he's this, this amazing centre-back. I heard Darmian's are, are after going back to Italy... Yeah, earlier today actually. Yeah, he's so, hardly played. So these are players that he's bought and just can't function in that team. And he's got a ninety million pound player on the bench because he because he can't trust him. Who and to be fair, I think Pogba is a complete indulgence and 
I watched that Samson game where he gave the ball away. I don't know how many times. Oh, God, it was pretty awful there, wasn't he? Yeah, he flapped yeah. his arms around and just didn't even bother trying to win it back. It's like, I'm, everyone hammers Graham Sooners for constantly picking on Pogba, but I, I think he's correct. I, I don't see, occasionally a moment of magic, but for 90 million quid, oh, <sighs> I, think it's been, I think it's been a disaster. Whether you blame Mourinho or whatever, that is not the player that was at Juventus. It's just not... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, look, he's not a terrible player. No, of course um, he's not. But he's about it, one of the most expensive midfielders in history, I suppose. And it's, yeah, that that's the difference, isn't it? And that's why you know I think Sooners gives him a bit bit of extra um, because it's the expectation. You know, yeah, you cost that much, you you better deliver. Absolutely, and it's like Lukaku. He just looks like a big lumbering, muscly. Hulk, who doesn't move, he just—he doesn't—he doesn't—he just sort of hangs around. He doesn't—he doesn't press the ball. He doesn't come, you know. It doesn't show any energy. It's—it's it's really odd. I mean, I, I think Mar- Martial and Rashford are brilliant players, and I'd be quite happy to have them in our squad. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. And the less said about Alexis Sanchez, the better, really. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot they've got Sanchez. Quite honestly, and Veng- Wenger's basically hinted he's on something like seven hundred grand a week with his whole. <sighs> I mean, it's insane. But who's sanctioned that? Oh, we can't spend. We can't keep up with Liverpool with Man United and Man City. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I think the the biggest difference is, and and I have to say, as much as you know, I love Rafa and and his time at the club. What he was always trying to do was trying to get those not the top players, but he was trying to get three or four who had the potential to to step up, and and very few of them ever did. You know, the the Marcus yep. Babel. Uh, Ryan Babbles, um, not Marcus Babbel, a completely different player. Um, so you know, whereas I like Klopp's, it, it's it's been a waiting game a little bit, hasn't it? You know, yeah, on the transfer front. But when he actually spends money, he's usually on a player that he really wants, and he doesn't mind yep. paying a premium for it. You know, because United have paid a premium, City pay a premium. Chelsea do if you want those top players you are going to pay a premium absolutely and he's, he has done it on Van Dyke, and he did do it on Allison. but you know what what a massive difference they both made yep I th- absolutely and and also I think everybody wanted Van Dyke, and he it was Klopp who made him come to Liverpool as well he got, it wasn't just a case of we're the only people who wanted him oh yeah yeah he, he'd walk into it I tell you what and this has got the red tinted specs on but I genuinely think there is no team in the world that Van Dijk wouldn't get in no I'd agree with that totally agree with that and I think he's in the top three or four in the world I can't I would say you're talking people like Varane Ramos you know Chiellini and his pomp in the last yeah. few years I can't think of that many more that I would say yeah I'd have him ahead of Van Dijk I probably would in fact I probably wouldn't have any of those ahead of Van Dijk I really like Varane. I think he's an amazing player. He'd probably come close, but there's no, there's nobody for me who to have that impact on the team and just he's got a lot. I mean, I, you know, you look at his stats for his recovery pace and all this, and he's, he's lightning quick. You don't even you would never think that about him. Yeah, he yeah. makes it look so effortless. But I mean, yeah, it's insane how good he is. It really is. Yeah, you just, you just hope he doesn't get injured because that would be a bit of a disaster for us. <laughs> 
Well, with with Gomez, and I, I do genuinely think he he has brought Gomez along with him. So it's it's been yep. good for England as well, because yep. you know even when you could say, well, anyone's going to look good with Van Dijk, but Gomez when he's played for England has has carried on that form, hasn't he? So he's awesome. He's he's going to be an unbelievable player. He already is. And you look at the back four. You got a you know a twenty one year old, a twenty four year old, another twenty one year old, and a. 27 year old it's like and the goalkeeper's 26 yeah absolutely awesome for many years to come hopefully let's hope so so um, yeah yeah let's hope for, hope we can do the job against Napoli I've got do you know what it's one of those if we go out I'm genuinely not going to be that distraught I'll be really disappointed but if it means we can concentrate more on the league it's all about the league for me always has been I would like a Champions League run but because of how well we're doing in the league I don't feel that I'd be as devastated if we go out of the Champions League. That sounds a bit weird, but it's not the priority for me. I know it's a trophy and, you know, whatever, but I just think when you get to March time, if we're not in it, even if we're in Europa League, you can use that to play your squad players. You don't have to play, you know, your top players. You can rest them for the league. And I just think Man City's focus is going to be a lot on the Champions League. So I think they yeah. want that. I know Pep wants it. So that might help us around that time if we're still hanging in there with them that could make the difference but obviously if we go through I'll be, I do hope we go through because I just think yeah I was, was going to say come Tuesday yeah, I, I've got a feeling and could end up with egg on my face here it could be one of those special nights I hope so I mean they're a really dangerous opponent they really oh are. yeah yeah and I think we're going to have to try and put a few past them because even at 2-0 you know they could nit one then we're going to go out so yeah. and I can't see us winning 1-0 so, but then our fancy, you know, we're keeping clean sheets, so I think we've got a really good chance. And I probably, I almost would have taken it maybe because it's such a tough group. Although I didn't anticipate how badly we'd deal away. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's all to play for. It's going to be a great night. Yeah. But if we go out, we go out. I'm not going to lose sleep. I wouldn't mind being in the Europa League just so we could play some of the fringe players. And you know, it's another route. It's another trophy in it, and a route into Champions League again. But that's we true. Should, we should be alright on that front. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, well, let's wrap it up there then. So we got United on Saturday, didn't we? I forgot that. Is it all Sunday next week? <laughs> is it Sunday? Is it? It's next week. I can't remember what day it is. Oh, that could it's be an interesting. Right you know, we, we were might... talking about should we do at no, oh, four o'clock on Sunday <laughs> commentary episode? No, I'll just be going. I'll be going ballistic. I can't, I couldn't do it. There'll be a lot of bleeps, a lot of f's. I think. Um, yeah, I think he'll just come and try and play for a draw, won't he? Like he always does. That's all he ever does when he plays it. Uh, just he he will come and park the bus. Always has yeah. done. Always will do. He's not. Um, yeah, he's not going to try. I just it's one of those. If we could just get an early goal, I think we could get a really good result because I just think that'll completely fuck up his game. Oh, so I swore there. It'll mess up his game plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, if we lose. I think I'm staying away from anything where Chris, Chris might be lurking. Chris will have about 20 gifts uh-huh. lined up, on ready. Fire. That's, what's, <laughs> that's what makes it so unbearable, the thought of his gifts coming through. <laughs> Get your gifts to yourself, Mr. Phelps. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, Let's so... If you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us at chatfootypodcast.gmail.com or you can tweet us at chatfooty. So, Ben, have you got any plugs for us? 
Um, grassroots one, maybe. Yeah, a few. Uh, we've got obviously we've got another podcast, our main podcast, which is the Grassroots uh, Coach Cast, where we talk about our experiences coaching uh, our under 11s teams. Um, so the um, email for that is at grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com and the Twitter page is at grootscoachcast. So yeah, give that a listen if you've got any interest in uh, coaching at grassroots level. Um, yeah, give us a shout. Cool. And the other one Chris and I do is the Comics in Motion podcast where we look at all different uh, movies and TV shows that are based on comic books and uh, really excited about our musical episode, our 50th episode coming up next week. So um, not for the musical connoisseurs, I might add, but uh, all a little bit of fun we'll be having there. So. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ben. Oh, so okay. hopefully, come next Sunday, we'll uh, we'll be celebrating again. But it's it's going to be a pivotal week for uh, Liverpool and Man United, and and for our podcast, I think. It is. It is. Let's hope we can do one next week because uh, if we lose, we may we may swerve it. <laughs> Maybe uh, jumping off a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Burning gifts. <laughs> gif effigies right alright well let's speak again next week hopefully yeah. alright cheers mate